0: Hello and welcome to, uh, well, this wasn't really meant to be a Stolen Droids Presents, but uh, I think we're going to turn it into that anyway, because uh, we're not only presenting our lovely and wonderful friend, Kristen Netapak today, but also Ooh. the Geeky Awards. So I guess we're actually presenting that.
1: You guys yes. should that applause. You need like an applause audio. I'm just telling you that right now. Next time I'm on the show, you're doing applause. <laughs> I want a crowd. I want a crowd cheer. Yeah,
2: we really should because this is your triumphant return to Stolen Droids. We have never had a guest on twice, so
1: really? awesome. triumphant return. I feel like I won a contest or like a battle or something. You, you, <laughs> or
2: lost?
0: Yeah, I was about to say most people can escape us better than this. <laughs>
1: right, let's, let's stick to winning, you guys. Let's stick to hashtag winning, okay?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, now, you, you have been involved in a lot of uh, things since we've last talked. I mean, we, we finished up a season of uh, Skyrim parodies, which yes. were awesome, by the way.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm Arrow, actually just – I'm actually <laughs> – go ahead. <laughs> I was just
0: going to say Arrow to My Balls was probably my very favorite episode of anything ever.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Um, so my, my, uh, my boyfriend, Dane, who did all of the special effects – he did not get paid for anything because he's awesome and I didn't have any money to pay him. So I agreed to let him write one of the Skyrim parodies and I would help him with like exactly how the dialogue works. So we kind of brainstormed that skit together and I let him write all the dialogue. <laughs> so that was kind of his idea. That was one of his little babies that I let him do. And then of course he plays the guard. So um, so I'm going to let him know that he said that because he'd be really happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> BioWare also does Mass Effect, of which I'm a huge fan of, and they have the same kind of conversation wheel. And every once in a while, I'm like, man, I really wish this thing would just say what I want to say. And so, watching that episode, I'm like, that's exactly what I would say.
1: Perfect. Ooh, that's a really good that's a really good app idea for video game companions. You get to plug in your own, uh, you know, dialogue. That would be fun, wouldn't it? You're like, this is what I really wanted to say in the game. Which would probably not be something that they would want anyone else to see, but it would make you happy. <laughs> You'd
0: probably have a lot of NPCs just blankly staring at you, like in the old King's Quest days.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, well, yeah. People will get tongue-tied. They're like, "Well, I really wanted to say this, but now I'm scared." <laughs> or they would... have <laughs> tags and question marks and dollar signs, and it would just be all swearing. <laughs> that would...
2: Yeah, the the worst would be though if you had to actually manually type it in, like in the King's Quest days. If you didn't have your phrasing just right, you never know what would happen. So,
1: oh, that's awesome! I like that.
0: That'd be an entire generation nowadays on un- being unable to play this game. Have you seen oh, how people yeah. spell online? It'd be hilarious to watch them try. That's a,
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny skit right there.
0: So. Skyrim Parodies is on break, is on hiatus, and from what we understand, you have refocused yourself on another project, which is what we are to talk about today. I have. So why don't you give us the, the rundown?
1: Uh, uh, well, this, uh, we're going to talk about the Geeky Awards, of course. Uh, this is my, my baby project that I actually came to in probably early 2011, and it was one of those things, so so I have been actually working on the Geeky Awards the entire time I've working on Skyrim Parodies. In fact, the entire time I was editing the Skyrim Parodies in late November and December, and I had the, you know, I was uh, putting it up for award shows and that sort of thing and, and doing publicity, uh, I was actually building the submission system for the Geeky Awards because we launched in December of Uh, late December early December of last year 2012 so I've been working on this the entire time Um, we're probably just in our final push now but uh, essentially the geeky awards uh, like I said is my little brainchild idea and it stemmed from frustration over people not taking my geek work seriously and, or just flat out not understanding it at all. Um, Because, you know, as you guys know, I create web series and I've created short films and I've been working in this industry for quite some time. And I've always felt that people, you know, whether when I'm submitting this to film festivals, if it's not a very geek specific film festival, people are just kind of like, oh, that's cute. All right, cool. Let's move on. You know, we want, we want real drama and comedy, but you know, (laughs) this little thing that you did over here is really cute. And the same goes for web series. You know, any web series competition I put it in, um, I've generally not gotten in or they don't – I don't know. I see I see the type of things that they bring into their shows. And a lot of times geek stuff is left out. I just feel like it's not – it's considered fun and entertaining, but it's not considered real stories. So very, very frustrated with that fact. And I was talking to my publicist at the time, and, and I was telling her about all of these frustrations. You know, I'm spending money and I'm submitting my work and I feel like it's never going to get in because people don't get it because they're not geeks. And she said, why don't you create your own award show? And I thought, yeah, uh, that's really funny because that's a lot of work. Well, I, I threw the idea by a couple friends um, and they were like, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. But, you know, good luck with that because it is a lot of work. And then I met Bill Ostroff from First Science Films. And I said, you know, you have a background in, in film festivals and that's just something that I'm not familiar with. I'm familiar with submitting to things. I'm familiar with creating the shows and work and performances. But the actual, like anything that's submission-based is just outside of my area of expertise. And he ended up loving the idea. And he came on board specifically to help with a lot of the submission work and whatnot and managing that aspect. And we just sort of took off. Uh, probably around Comic-Con last year. You know, I had gotten him in earlier about springtime. And then around Comic-Con, we just sort of took off and we started promoting the actual war show. Um, And so that's kind of how it all began. We we had submissions open December 1st. We just ended up extending the deadline to April 30th because we had a lot of people that were going to see at WonderCon and a lot of people that wanted their projects in that hadn't actually finished them yet so we just extended it to the end of april and that's the final deadline and so yeah we're we're kind of in geeky award mania right now there's a lot of things going on it's our first year so it's been it's been extremely crazy (laughs) and harder than i thought so that's that's my little roundabout explanation
0: (laughs) it's funny what you say about things being on the web we had um we had Jonathan Colton on uh, a while back, and he said kind of the same thing. Even though, you know, I say his name to any of my friends, or I say his name to you, and we all know exactly who he is. You know, we can sing any of his works, or we've seen his videos, or or whatever. He says he still has the problem. People ask him, well, "What do you do?" Oh, well, you know, I'm a singer songwriter. I'm an award winning singer songwriter. Oh, that's really cool on the internet. Oh, oh, well, how cute.
1: Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 you
0: you don't understand. <laughs>
1: That's a whole other story. I mean, being online, people still have not grasped the fact that it's a viable way to distribute content and media. Um, But you know, we're we're getting there. I mean, people are really pushing web series. For some reason, there's not a lot of short films online, but a lot of people are pushing web series because it's more of a you know gives it gives you more content um, in, in an episodic way that fits into um, some of these channels and what they're trying to do and, and constantly putting content out there. But yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, you know, there's the same the same way people are looking at that, like people in Hollywood don't really take the web seriously, is people in Hollywood in, in you know, the art world, I mean, they don't really, take geek seriously unless you're like a comic book fanatic you have people that are like comic books cute okay fun fun pictures well they don't really understand that there are these amazing stories in book form you know in in visual form they just kind of think oh it's fun pictures you know what i mean so so we're we're as geeks in every genre that we cover um you know we're we're still trying to push ourselves as real artists i think to a lot of the world that doesn't get it Mm -hmm. um you know, one of the one of the fun stories I always love to tell is every year I go to Dragon Con and they have this parade on Saturday and the entire, you know, I don't know, like huge area downtown is shut down and it's you know, it's like an hour long parade and they've got segments Star Wars and and Doctor Who. And my friends that aren't geeks that live in Atlanta always say, Oh, yeah, that parade where everybody dresses up in those weird costumes. Like, yeah, that's really fun. People just from all over to watch it because it's fun but what they don't understand is how like all of those costumes represent amazing shows that we watch and a lot of those people are incredible talented cosplayers that are putting that work together and other people just think it's like halloween in right September. yeah <laughs> so I, i've
0: like seen pictures and videos of that and like oh here comes the stargate team and here comes the Back to the Future yeah. team. There's four or five DeLoreans going by and there's just lines of people <laughs> who do not understand what they're looking at.
1: Exactly. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people at this point know what a DeLorean is. If they're not, they have not lived through the 80s, but early 90s. But um, yeah, and, and that's kind of the other reason why we put this show together is for me, I really want, you know, we're focusing very much on indie work because, you know, those we're, we're trying to bring um, you know, more visibility to people that are actually creating this work, you know, whether or not they're a huge production studio or not, because a lot of people are, are creators and self-funding their work and that sort of thing. But really, it comes down to promoting the fact that geek work is a real genre. And it's not just fun and hokey. And you're not, you know, it's not just like cool action heroes. You know, there's a lot of stories and ingenuity and creativity and talent that goes into any of these genres that we cover for the award. So, so my goal is, you know, maybe in a few years might take a while, but we really want to have a televised show that's fun that people can watch and, and in turn turn around and be very interested in this type of work and take it more seriously. So world domination, people, that's what we're going <laughs> for.
2: So, no. That would is- be awesome. Now, for those for those who might be intrigued now after hearing you know all this awesomeness, all this awesome description that you just gave us here, Kristen, what do they have to do if they say, "Hey, I'm a geek. I make something that I'd like to be awarded for." How how would they go about um, submitting something
1: to the show? Right, right. So we're we're a submission based show, and so it's um, right now the 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 uh, fee is $45, which, you know, we we had a lot of people kind of question that whether or not, and, you know, and I'm talking to people on Twitter right now that are questioning the fact that, well, some award shows don't ask you to pay and other award shows do ask you to pay and sort of, as a business, how do you make that decision? Well, I just wanted to clarify that before I sort of get into the submission aspect is that the award shows that don't make you pay – generally are funded by large companies and they're generally awarding people that like Louis CK or Mad Men you know are very 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 big productions that are well known by everybody well we don't really have that you know we don't have a business where we are giving away awards to people that are already getting awards in other shows we're very much focused on indie creators and so in that sense, because we're first year, we're not backed by a very large company. And so the fee that we ask people to pay is really the fee that goes into our time in running the show, in, in running all the submissions, and looking through all the submissions, and managing them. And um, What we also give people is for every single entry, you get a page on our website, which all the entries are going to start going up very Soon we're almost done with that aspect of the site. You get free publicity. We Facebook, we tweet about it. Um, you know, so regardless of whether or not you're a a nominee, so much work goes into actually promoting your entry and putting it on the site. And that makes us a little bit different of a show, is we sort of have a little bit of a film festival feel, which you will always pay for a film festival. There's very few that are free, and most of them are a lot more than $45. Um, but at the same time, we turn around and we celebrate everyone's work on our website, on Facebook and Twitter, regardless of whether or not you're nominated. So if you do want to come onto the show and you do want to make yourself, you know, enter your work you essentially go to our website the g-e-e-k-i-e awards.com everything is there there's a huge submit button it's going to take you to a separate segment of a site that is actually the submission site that we licensed from another company and we built it up and you're just going to enter all your work generally we ask for a few different types of photos um all of the main details like who the creator is. We, we want to link to your site. We ask you to put in all your social media if you do want us to promote it. And then, of course, your media. And it really depends on what category it is that you're in. So if you're in short films or web series, you're going to submit a video. You're in podcasts. You're going to submit a podcast. And I believe you guys submitted because I think I remember seeing that the other day. And, you know, if you're doing um, – you know, comic books, that sort of thing. You're going to submit visuals. You know, a PDF or photos, that sort of thing. So we have so many different categories. It really depends on what niche you're you're going into. You know, are you toys and games? And you're going to submit photos of that. So, um, but all of that stuff is on our website. It's extremely clear and well organized, so you can find all our information there on thegeekyawards.com. So hope to see more people. Um, and and I should say we we're as a first year. We're super excited that um, we did have a fear that we would be getting a little bit less quality work because we, we are a lot cheaper than a lot of film festivals out there. And the general consensus is the cheaper you are, the less quality work you're going to get. And the more expensive you are, the higher quality work you're going to get. Well, we obviously didn't want to go super expensive because that's not going to cater to the indie crowd at all. Um, you know, because we know they're not, not large companies submitting. But our fear was, you know, well, maybe this first year maybe we won't get such high quality work. We were wrong. Pretty much every single person that submitted is really awesome. So so we're super, super, super excited that this first year we're actually gonna be able to show super, super high quality stuff. Um, so it's a very big competition at this point.
0: Well, if there's high quality stuff being submitted, I don't think we're gonna win then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The way that the, the the award show works is, and it's a little bit different. It's kind of hard to describe because it's a little bit different from what a lot of people do. A lot of shows are, you know, they have like they're just films or they're just web series. And so they have different categories like best actor, best actress, but it's all web series. Well, for us, we want to include so many different geeky. Categories that involve variable, very big differences in the type of media that you're going to submit. So, we have films, web series, podcasts, comic books, toys, games, crowdfunding, website design, all of these crazy things. So, what we did was we said, okay, well, the award, the big award that's going to be given out at the show is going to be the best of each of those 10 categories. It's going to be best short film, best web series. But within those categories, They're what we call like sub awards, the mini awards. And so when you submit for a film or a podcast, you can actually choose the mini category that you're submitting into, and that's part of your submission fee. So you for $45, you get to pick a mini award, and then you get to pick, you know, you're obviously in the running for the big award. But what we're doing there is we're we're allowing you to get a fair chance at winning the big award. So for example, if you have a podcast that covers geek pop culture, but then this other podcast specifically covers fantasy. Those are two different ways to get nominated for the big award. So that way we, you know, we just, we're we're, we're just giving people more opportunities to win because we know, we know that way we don't have everybody up for best of, you know, you're kind of giving everybody a chance to win one of the mini awards. And then if you win one of those mini awards, you're automatically nominated for the best sub in that category. So I think everybody has a pretty fair chance to win this year.
2: Um, Now you've got some awesome, awesome judges here as well. Um, Are the judges just looking over every single entry? Is is that how this is being done? Are they... Or certain judges over certain categories, or
1: yes. So first of all, um, I, I want to explain how we chose the judges. Uh, the judges for us. Another one of my frustrations with film festivals in particular, and you know, probably well. There's two things: film festivals and there's award shows. For the film festivals, it's not clear who's judging your work at all. You have no idea who's looking at it. You have no idea what their skill set is, or whether or not they even have. Uh, you know, (laughs) the right to look at it and judge your work. They could just be somebody running a film festival, right? And so it was very frustrating not knowing if this person was qualified to look at my work. You know, are they geeks? Do they understand fantasy work? Or are they just somebody that's running the show? So first and foremost, we let everybody know who the judges are. Secondly, um, because we break the judges up into, or because we have different categories, it was very important for us to have judges that were experts in that category. So to answer your question, the judges are different per category and there are a few judges that have very specific talents that do cross over from one category to the next. And so I think there's maybe two or three of them that are actually judging more than one category, but that's because they're experts in multiple things. So again, like I'm not judging, but if you take me as an example, I'm an expert in film, I'm an expert in web series, but I'm also an expert in cosplay and I'm an art major who does website design living, so I'm an expert in website design. So, you know, all in all, in concept, I could actually be an expert judge in four different categories. But again, I just want everybody to know I'm not a judge at all. I'm not looking at this stuff or judging. So um, if you're a comic book artist and you're submitting to the comic book category, you're Judges are comic book experts, either they're people that have created comic books themselves and are artists, or they're people that are um, comic book connoisseurs that have written books about comics that are, you know, that have been on other judging panels, or um, cosplay judges, for example, they are people that have actually won awards doing cosplay and that's the other reason why we chose these people is we really wanted this show to be very indie focused so we specifically picked people that we knew were creating amazing work that had they entered the show they would have swept the competition so we in turn said we want to make your judges and you're not allowed to enter your work in this category that you're judging so we know you're not going to win it You know, and I just feel that that, that that puts them on a bit of a pedestal because they are already winning awards in other shows and in this genre. But that gives them credibility to then turn around and judge indie work. So that's kind of how the judging system works. And our judges are so amazing. Um, so you just know that people that are looking at your work are going to be huge in their field. Um, you know, we have somebody that in film that, that has won, you know, sun, that's been in Sundance. Things like that. So so it's gonna be really exciting and I'm super excited to see, you know, who they pick. Um I have nothing to do with that. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> Neither does Bill. But um yeah, the judges are awesome. We're we're so excited. And they're and they're all huge geeks. That's the other awesome thing, is all of them are, are super geeks, you know. You've probably seen them all at Comic Con. Um so yeah, they're they're pretty amazing people and they're really nice to work with.
0: Um I, I just saw that um well, I didn't just see. I have seen come across that our friend Stephanie Thorpe, who we've interviewed before, is one mm-hmm. of the judges. She is. Yep. You you have quite a panel, quite a cadre of experts, actually.
1: Yeah, we're we're really excited that all of these people, I mean, I think we have about 25 judges at this point, maybe 30. Every single one of these people has come forward to – support the geeky awards you know every single one of them like we, we had twist anybody's arm we basically you know i wrote a pitch and i described what it is that i wanted to do and one of the first things we did before we even put the submissions out there and, and open the call for entries was find judges because we wanted to sort of let everybody know that that was a big part of our show and every single one of them most of them i know personally um was super great about supporting the geekies and offering their time because you know they they love what they do and they want to see other amazing work and they want to see other people shine, you know, supporting everybody else in your industry is essentially port- supporting, your own work as well. And they all stand behind the concept that they want geek to be more widely recognized um, as a valid genre. So, so they're awesome in that way. I love them all. Excellent. I love you judges. <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. <laughs> now, no. now, quick question here. Sorry, Azana. Let me let me get my question in here because I've actually had a okay. turning in my head for a while. If you are a fan of a series and you don't know if let, let's say that I absolutely adore the, the Skyrim parodies, let's not say that I actually do, but I don't know if they have been submitted yet. As a mm-hmm. fan, can I put in like a vote or a ballot, say hey, I think these guys should be recognized, even if they weren't submitted?
1: Um, right now, we we do our best to have as big of outreach as we can to reach everyone that's creating huge job in itself. Um, but we know that we can't reach everybody. And so right now we don't might do that next year. We might have a system in place where we have sort of like a fan voted category. But how it works now is um, the creator is the one that has to enter themselves. So they kind of have to find out about it and enter the work themselves. But that is something because I know that the Streamies does that and you bypass the whole payment system if you're, you know, fan voted in. So that is something that we're considering doing next year. It's just that because we're first year, there's so many other things that we have to build up, like the website and the show itself. You know, that's a huge part of it. And so it was just too much to take on to actually set up another system for voting. But that is definitely something that we are considering for next year, for a year or two.
0: So maybe it's safer to tell people if you're a fan of something, make sure you contact the series creator or whatever it is you're a fan of and tell them to be submitted because you actually really support their their stuff and you want to see them recognized.
1: Absolutely, and then of course, Skyrim Parodies is not going to be entered, you guys, because I can't enter my own work in my own show. <laughs> just FYI, um, yeah,
2: a little bit of conflict of interest there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get to make the geeky awards, and I get to win the geeky awards. Damn it!
0: <laughs> so oh, in the not. end, you're still not recognized.
1: How, so, <laughs> how much
0: does that suck?
1: I'd, I'd rather be. I would rather be recognized for making geek um, something that people respect than winning an award. So.
2: <laughs> now, speaking of respect, have you how have other award shows um perceived this new entry into their foray? You know, how how are the streamings reacting? I mean the Academy Awards obviously probably don't care. But
1: <laughs> you, like, <laughs> the, you mean the award show that puts musicals in the comedy category, even even if they're dramatic? Awesome. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yes. That-
1: Thing. they don't they don't understand musicals they're never gonna understand a geek um if the if the avengers is ever up for an academy award i will myself but they should be right they should be but uh, i mean maybe they want i don't know maybe they were up for like music you know that's the thing is we always get nominated for things like best costume design or you know best, best uh i don't know just just ridiculous stuff like you'll never you'll never be nominated as as a superhero movie you'll never be nominated for best movie ever at the academy awards it's stupid (laughs) but that's exactly what i'm talking about um i do have to say you know i know a lot of people at IWTV, and they're actually submitting because they're awesome uh and they you know they don't they don't care it's a completely different award segment from what they're doing as are the streamies both of those two award shows in particular are web series so web series online content that sort of thing Um, there really is no other show out there that, that covers the amount of categories that we cover and the different genres of work and media that we cover. And so we really haven't gotten a lot of pushback from anybody. In fact, the majority of the people are like, Whoa, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? Or, wow, I'm really surprised nobody's doing this. And I am also surprised that nobody has come up with something like this. Um, I think there's been things in the past that were a lot smaller that people tried to do. But we're, you know, we're, we've got, I can't promise the first year it's going to be as big as I want it to be, but we are pushing for something as big as, you know, the streamings, and eventually as big as something like, you know, the MTV movie awards. I think that's, that sort of, that and spike awards are sort of the feel that we're going for. And the goal that we're going for is to eventually have something televised. So, you know. At this point, we're pretty small and we don't have everything planned out. So I don't think anybody sees us as competition <laughs> unless they're going to try to create another geek award show. Then we got problems, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big problems. You're going to have to take it outside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York, they don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: Well, excellent. I, we, we we have a limited time with you tonight, so I don't want to take up all our time. We're almost to an end. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, throw down? Anything else that's being uh, worked on currently? I know you're pretty devoted to the geekies. Anything else you want to get out there for people to uh, follow?
1: Yeah, it was. It's funny because I was, you know, thinking about Skyrim parodies. I'm actually in the process of editing all my videos um, for a training segment that I'm doing with this company called Creator Up, and it's Creator Up com um and so sarah ekta and michael Tringe had put together this company that is essentially online training for how to do web series and so there's a number of different training courses created by a bunch of different amazing people and the topics range from how to make a horror series to how to distribute your web series to how to write a script and it's really really awesome it's a great concept these guys actually are up They're nominated for one of the top five startup companies in Los Angeles. And there's actually a competition, like a pitch competition happening this Wednesday that I'm going to in LA. So I'm hoping that they win because they're amazing. Um, But the course, specific course that I'm doing is how to create an action-filled science fiction or fantasy web series. And so I'm putting together all of my knowledge. I already shot it, and and it's going to be about 20 videos. Um, And it's probably one of the biggest series that they have right now in training because mine is very long. There's so much content to cover. Um, but essentially creator up is, is kind of for people that have never created a series before. You know, there's going to be experts that know all of this stuff, you know, just, we didn't everything that I do, but, um, <laughs> he's kind of a pro, but, uh, it's, it's a really, it's going to be a really great training segment for somebody that, say, really wants to get into creating something that involves action or is in the sci-fi fantasy realms or any genre uh, related to that and just sort of wants to know where do you start and what are all the steps that you go through. Um, I have a huge segment on green screen, too, for anybody that's interested in that. So as soon as I'm done editing it, it'll be out online and I'll be publicizing it. But um, it'll probably take me a few more weeks to get edited and that sort of thing. But creatorup.com. My info is up there already. You guys can go check it out, um, and I'll let you know when it's up. Very cool. All right.
0: Well, Kristen, um, always a pleasure speaking to you. Um, While we have been speaking, I actually went, and I got myself some Creative Commons applause sound effects. So we'll add that in now, just for you. (laughs) But, um, again, thank you so much. That is The Geekies. You can visit them again at, uh, what is it, geekies.com? Thegeekiawards.com.
1: GeekyAwards.com. G-E-E-K I E.
0: Alright. Well, check it out. Follow them on Facebook. You also have a Twitter hash, that's correct. Twitter, it's, Twitter handle?
1: It's Facebook slash awards and then it's Twitter uh, at the Geeky Awards, so it's really easy to remember.
0: And we will also have that on our site in the show notes. So uh until next time, Kristen, again, thank you. Uh this has been Soul Droids Presents, I guess.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Bye guys.